All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Command Center, the Washington football team commanders podcast. I'm here with another lifelong fan, Doug. Doug, what's going on tonight, buddy? Oh, not much, man. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, excited to do this and talk Looking about our and talk about our <laughs> new name. Commanders. So Doug and I, uh, just for, for those of you that don't know, Doug and I are lifelong fans. Both have been fans since the uh, since the glory years, the early 80s. Um, we watched Riggins run through the Dolphins defense in 82. Doug was, a, Doug was a little bit younger, so he might not remember that. But I, A year, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, both of us are big fans and are looking forward to just taking some time and talking about our team, um, the, the people's team, as uh, Dan Snyder wanted to call them. So um, you know, we're not going to waste a lot of time. Um, just want to kind of get started today and um, – you know, we're going to start with the elephant in the room, the name. So uh, if you're listening to this, you know by now that uh, this week the, the Washington football team unveiled their new name uh, for the first time since the 1930s. So when Doug was a baby, for the first time since then, um, we've got a new name and it is the uh, Washington Commander. So I'm going to turn it over to Doug. Doug, I want to get your initial thoughts on the name. My first thought was... Two years for this. Uh, it, it, it just seemed like it was something they threw together 20 minutes. You know, it was like last minute homework assignment and here you go. Um, throughout the process, they said, we're going to honor the history of the organization, get the fans intake and be quite honest, seemed like none of that, none of that happened. Um, I feel like there were a lot better options on the table. Um, Red Wolves was a popular one that I guess a trademark, whatever. I don't know if they had to pay pony up something for a trademark, but something that a $4.2 billion team should have been able to do. Um, I also was partial to anything I heard, you know, hogs, warthogs, that would have satisfied. I know Rivera mentioned the whole military uh, tie-in that he kind of was going for. I just think they missed the boat. Look, if there is anyone that knows about throwing together a homework assignment at the last minute, it is you and I. And uh, I don't, I don't disagree with you there. So, you know, so here's my initial thoughts. Uh, so two years ago, they, they decided to, you know, for, for monetary reasons, right. And, and for nece- necessary reasons, uh, they were, they were losing huge sponsorship to change the name to Washington football team. And in two years, we were going to get a new name. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of time, but that's a lot of time to be able to come up with something and, it, and, 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 you know, I'm not naive enough to think that regardless of whatever name they came up with, there was going to be a subsection of the fan base that was going to hate it. I get Oh, it. absolutely. I, you know, I get that. It's not even the name that really bothers me as much. If it was me, I would have loved to have something with red in the name, red hogs, red, red wolves, red tails. That would have been my, 
<clears throat> that would have been my choice. Um, they decided not to go that way for whatever reason. Who knows? Um, they're, right. they, they're saying it's it's a copyright reason, but I, I find that hard to believe. You know what I mean? I find that really hard to believe. Yeah. Um, it's it's the way that it all went down. So let's just make a comparison. Let's think about the Baltimore Ravens for a minute. Baltimore Ravens are are a uh, a franchise that is looked upon as a top top shelf franchise playoffs yes, year in year out so in 96 they moved from cleveland uh, ripped the hearts out of cleveland so you know we've got to acknowledge that but they moved to, from cleveland to baltimore and and settled on a new franchise with a new name and they immediately whittled their new names down to three uh I, I don't remember Americans. It, they were dumb names. Americans, some yeah. and Ravens. Yeah. They were all dumb names, but they threw Ravens in there. And then they put it out to the fans and said, said fans, let's vote for it. And 20,000 some odd fans voted via, via newspaper or whatever it was back then. And overwhelmingly, the name was Ravens. Now, yep. Baltimore, don't get me wrong. Baltimore had it set up. They knew who the hell wants their team to be named Americans? Nobody. They knew right. what they were doing. They had the name Ravens chosen. Yes, they did. They knew if they threw that out there with the other names that that was going to get the vote. Either way, you put it out to your fans. Why should it? Why should it do that? They did no. not even attempt to put it out to the fans and say, "Hey, here's your voice," because the, we know what the name was. If the fans had to choose, it was Red Wolves. Yeah. For whatever reason, and uh, you know, I don't care. It, Red Wolves is all right to me. I don't. It, I would have taken it. I like the R. I would have liked the, the script R. I could still wear my my hat with the my Joe Gibbs hat with the R on it. But um, yep. it's it's just the fact that that I, it's hard for me to believe that they tried to get that copyright didn't get it. That is really hard for me to believe. No. So, so, so now we're, we've got this name. It's Commanders. <laughs> Doug, you know this. I know this. Incompetence, man. Yeah. Incompetence. That's Dan Snyder. That's it been is. the last really 20 is. years. It is, but you know what? I had better hope for Jason Wright. <laughs> I mean, well, he seems like an intelligent dude. Yes, he does. And, and, you know, I read, and I'm sure you've read a lot on message boards and whatnot, and people are killing him. Well, if you've been a fan of this organization, you know that it's not him. He's probably sitting there in his head thinking, what in the world have I gotten myself into? Because he's in a no-win situation. Well, yeah. You know, you, know you, know. What he's, you know what he's doing. He's interviewing for his next job. Yes. And he's saying, if, yep. I can deal with, if I can deal with this little asshole over here, Dan Snyder. Yes. Bring me into bring me into a competent organization. I can deal with that too. Yep. But but so they put out this video. I watched the video. I was like, all right, I'm pumped up. And then people started picking the video apart. They had the name Commanders. It was supposed to be blurred out. It wasn't even blurred out. And then the night before, Doug, I don't know if you saw this. I can't remember if it was you or my son sending me this stuff. They had a helicopter shining in the window. At the stadium store. Yes. (laughs) Come on. This is elementary stuff. This is elementary. Again, I am not naive enough to think that in 2022 you can keep a secret. You you can't. No. That's great. So, So fine. The secret's out. Then they go on. I don't know if you watched. I was watching it live. They go on the Today Show. A lot of lot. They got a lot of flack for going on the Today Show. I don't care. Whatever. 
that go on the Today Show. It's uh, Jason Wright, uh, Doug, Doug Williams. Williams. Who we, I love Yeah, oh, absolutely. And Jonathan Allen, who's probably – Terry McLaurin is my favorite player on the team right now. Jonathan Allen is a close second. Yeah. Jonathan Allen looks like he don't want to be there. No. Like he's just sitting there like, I can't believe they're making me do this shit. Like, I can't believe it. Anyway, so the three of them are lined up. They show they show the uh, this video, this like highlight reel, of fr- starting from like Sammy Ball working all the way all up to the present. It was a cool yep. video. I liked it. I said, well, yeah, that was well done. I will say that. And at the end of the video, I was fully expecting it to say, you know, welcome to a new era, Washington Commanders, or something like that. It didn't. It cut no. down. And the and the news guy goes. All right, tell us what the name is. And Jason Wright goes, tell us, Doug. And Doug goes, ha, ha, and he throws his awkward uh, throws yep. his arm around Jonathan Allen. He goes, yeah. we are the commanders. It was the most anticlimactic thing you could have ever planned. It was just terrible. It was, I get, you know, you, you look at the way the uh, the hockey team, the Seattle team, the Kraken, they had basically the same amount of time to roll out their name. And, you know, they had a stage and podium and the whole nine yards. And what do we do? You know, like you said, and I like Doug. Doug Williams, one of my favorite of all time. But it was just, that was, like you said, it was just nothing to it. It was just. It was just poorly planned. It's, you know, they had it at FedEx Field and you know, a field that real fans for the most part hate. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was just terrible. It was just a terrible, terrible rollout. I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't know. The name, I honestly, I don't care about the name. It could have been anything. It could have been the Washington asshats. I'm turning right. it on next September. I'm turning the game on on Sunday and I'm watching. Yep. I, I don't really care, but at the very least make it something. You've got yeah. to. You've got to make it something. I mean, you, they, they're losing fans like crazy. You, you know, the, the fan base is, is half of what it used to be, if that. Oh, absolutely. And and they they need to get fans back. And I can tell you going, hey, we're the commanders. Ha ha. That's not doing it. That's just not doing it. But we are. Hey, we are the commanders. We are the Washington commanders. It's going to take some getting used to. But I got to tell yes, you. Yes, it is. I got to tell you. For the last two years, when my when my five year old says, "Daddy, which team do we like again?" and I go, "The football team," it just doesn't make sense, right? So no, least, no. I've got a name to tell her now. We True. Like the commanders. We like the Commanders. Well, my daughters will tell you. I still say Redskins, <laughs> and that's that. That's that's. We all will, and we. Will. That's going to be a tough thing to break. We all will, but so so. Name aside, you know, we are what we are. We're the commanders. I hated the way it went down. It's very Snyder-esque. Um, I wish, I wish they they started too late too. So I wish they would have two years ago gone, okay, we can get this copyright, this copyright, this copyright, and this copyright. Let's pay these folks now and hang on to it and boom. And they right. put it out to the fans. They, they did. And that's a surprise. But anyway. So they unveiled the uniforms. We'll talk about the and the helmets. The uniforms and the helmets. So the maroon, the burgundy and gold, uh, 
home jerseys. It looked like they had burgundy pants with a stripe down. All saw, yep. Yep. All all white away jerseys with the uh, quote unquote burgundy numbers. <laughs> and then the black. And then the black with the uh with the uh yep. yellow trim. Numbers yellow numbers with the burgundy trim. That's what it was, yep. So what did you think? What did you think? The home ones, I actually thought they looked pretty good. Um, honestly, the more I've looked at them the last couple of days, the home ones, the all burgundy, I'm good with. They look like um, what we're used to. The burgundy yes. ones look like what we're used to. They're more modern. The numbers are the numbers are a little thinner, so they're a little more modern, but they look like what we're used to. If you're watching the game on TV and they're at home, you know this is my team. This is who I've always yes. for. Yep. Black ones, I've never been a big fan of teams that when they do that, that it's if it's not a part of their colors. Um, but I'll be honest, they don't look, they're not bad. Yeah, I, don't, I think the look of them's okay. The only thing about them is the W on the top of the helmet, right? <laughs> Somebody's going to Photoshop that into an L every time they lose. Oh, yeah, I've already seen it. I've already seen it. I'm sure you have, too. Actually, but. you know what? I don't mind it. I kind of like the W on the top. Um, <laughs> and, and so let me go back to the burgundy real quick. When we talk about the burgundy, you know, we like, you know, I like it. it. It just it looks like the team I've always rooted for. Exactly. Somewhat. I don't like the big block command. No, I did not like that. It is what it is. It still looks the, the, the black. Um, I, I like it. I like it in a in a big Monday night game against the Cowboys on a Monday night. I, I get both, it. Both teams are playing for uh, you know for for first place. You know both teams. You know Washington's seven and three, and the Cowboys are eight and two, and it's and they're in DC, and it's a night game, and you and you roll out wearing this all black. I, mm-hmm. think I think it's pretty badass. I do. Now, with that being said, I, the yellow looks looks lighter to me than the, the little bit that we're used to. Yeah. But I also wonder if that's not just because it's against that dark black. Because Jason, I don't know if you saw this, but Jason Wright said a couple of things about the uniforms. He said one, your your color has to be the same across all your uniforms. So yeah. You've got this particular grade of burgundy here. It's got to be this particular grade of burgundy there. So if they're, you know, on the on the burgundy jerseys, they've got this yellow. It has to be the same yellow on their black. It looks different. To me, it looks a lot different because it, it almost looks like a Chiefs yellow. Um, yes. One thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. But I, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just against the black. Yeah. You know. And 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 the second thing he said, which which I found interesting. The only way you're allowed to wear black uniforms is if black is part of your color scheme. So black is now part of our color scheme. And you yep. can see it in the white jerseys, which I'm assuming you're going to talk about next. Oh. <laughs> I, they're terrible. They are absolutely. That that does not even look like burgundy. I agree. It does not even look like burgundy. That looks like. That looks like an Arizona Cardinals practice jersey. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I agree. You know, Jason Wright said it's just, he said it's the same color burgundy. So I'm thinking to myself, it's it's an optical illusion. This burgundy is sitting sitting on the white so that makes it look, and then it's got the gradient, which I don't like anyway. I don't either. The gradient you know. looks like 2002, like Microsoft Word art. It looks ridiculous. 
but I'm thinking maybe it's the gradient, you know, sitting against the white that makes it look bad. And then my son sent me a picture of the burgundy exactly lined up to those numbers. And it wasn't, it's not even close. No. So either. I saw that. I I assume they're going to have to fix it if it's not, because according to him, you've got to have the same colors, color scheme going through. I don't know. It looks terrible. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's on them or if that's on, like, if that's on Nike. Nike. That's a good question. I don't know. You know, but just judging our history. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, right. It's probably, it's probably that. So Jason Wright said something. He said uh, they're open to making a change. But he, he said, and I can't remember which radio show I heard it on. He specifically said they can make a change to those away jerseys, but it wouldn't be until 2024. Jeez. Yeah, I think yeah. I, did, I did hear that. He, it just even if, they, even if they kept it like it is. And I don't know if you've seen some of the mock-ups. It needs the it needs the gold. Yeah, there's gold. no gold. There's no gold. gold. Like, the only like, gold was the Nike, the swoosh, the Nike yeah, swoosh. That was the only gold. Yeah. So you know, I think uh, you know when it talk when it comes to like buying jerseys and whatnot, uh, I think they're going to see that the burgundies, you know, ridiculously outselling the white and probably make a change. But I don't know how quickly they can do that. Yeah. Uh, I can I can tell you I'm a you know, I, I own a bunch of jerseys. My favorites are my whites. I just love yeah, and, yep. uh, I'm not I'm not buying that. Well, I say, no, I, you know what? I probably will. I'll get. You know what? I'm gonna buy the burgundy off of NFL.com. The white I'm buying a knockoff from China. There you go. <laughs> I'm buying the Chinese knockoff. So okay. So actually, I might buy I might buy a white one and just on the nameplate, just put F Dan. <laughs> I don't know if they let you do that on nflshop.com they might <laughs> <laughs> so so keeping with the jerseys the logos and, and things like that what did you think of the helmet so the burgundy helmet yellow stripe down the middle the w the logo is the w right now so and, and of course you know you got the black which looks like it has the numbers on the side and the w on the front yes the black has the numbers on the side and it has the dc flag on the back I like that. Um, yeah. Um, you don't like the W on the front? Not on the black ones. No, not right there in the front. No, that yeah. that, that could go away. But other than that, I th- the helmets look good, I think. Yeah. Um, kind of on the burgundy, you know, I am kind of missed the yellow face mask. The yellow face mask. That was one uh, of the things that I was going to touch on, too. Yep. I, I kind of definitely missed the yellow face mask, but, like, the flat matte coloring yeah Yeah, i i I gotta admit i think they look good you know what that that brings me to something uh i'm just gonna rewind real quick and go back to those white jerseys so when i saw those white jerseys like what the hell is this like it's all white and and when they put it out they put it out with like chase young wearing it and the caption said icy and it makes me think you and I are old, Doug. I, I, you don't want to admit it, but we're old. Oh no, I admit it. <laughs> this team, this team, needs to and will be catering to younger folks. Oh yes, yep. Right? So I think you know my son played lacrosse. I'm gonna make this a real quick story. So his lacrosse team had two uniforms, a home and away. The away was a was a, a baby blue with navy blue numbers that looked to me look freaking awesome like i wanted to wear it you know what i mean right it looked great their helmets 
were a matte navy blue with uh, baby blue, their baby blue insignia on one side and numbers on the other. Looked freaking insane. The kids hated it. The kids really? hated it. And I'm like, how do you hate this? This looks, this looks amazing. Right. Their home jerseys were all white with some navy blue numbers, all white helmet. So, so the helmet you had to buy yourself. The the home helmet you had to buy yourself. It had to be white. So white with with navy blue numbers. And my son and all the kids wanted what they called an ice helmet. It was an all white helmet with an all white face mask. They wanted all white shoes, all white socks. This is what the kids wanted. The kids like this look, this icy look without a lot of colors to it. That's probably what they were going for. Uh, that sounds, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the matte, the matte color is another thing that's that's very youthful. Yeah, that's what the kids like. You know, personally, I like the shiny, but the matte, I think the matte looks good. You know, when I think about the helmet, I don't mind the W. It is what it is. It's simple. You know, it's simple. Yeah. I look at it. I know who I'm rooting for. But let me tell you, Doug, that. That round insignia on the side of that Redskins helmet with that badass looking face in there with the feathers coming off. Yeah. We're a little biased, but I don't think there was a better looking no. helmet in the NFL than that. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You know, no. it sucks. And, I, and, and, you know, that's another reason I was hoping they would come up with one of these like red tails, red wolves, or whatever. They could have kind of kept that concept. Okay. Yep, and they could have kept an HTTR. Yeah, you know, so ever. much, so much they could have done, but it's done. And Doug, they don't give a shit what you and I think. Oh no, and and Dan and and Dan never will. Nope. They don't nope. Care I what we think that you know what? They're, I was looking at it today. <clears throat> they, they are the sixth most valuable franchise in the NFL. Yep, it's gonna take a it's gonna take a lot of angry fans leaving for them to even take a hit. So, you know, it is what it. I keep saying it is what it is, but it, it is. There's nothing we can do about it. We just, no. you know, we're we're fans. We've been rooting for this franchise for as long as I can remember. I don't know about you, but I'm I, yep. I mean, I'm gonna still be there every Sunday, with my beer in hand, standing up because I don't sit during games screaming and yelling at the TV. I'm just. Gonna I'm not. Around. I'm not going anywhere. It is what it is, you know. Since you feel that way, then we we are gluttons, gluttons for punishment. You know, I feel like we should probably talk a little bit about the the congressional hearing, but that may be that may be for ne- we might throw that in there next week because well, we might have some more info next week too exactly. because they they gave them until the what fourteenth to yeah. produce documents so we might have a little more info on that yeah and that's and that's a that's an in-depth that's a tough conversation to have but we'll have it so 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 instead let's 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 turn to the football side of things so you know we're we're coming into a new season at some point between now and the draft i want to kind of take some time doug and you and i kind of break down the season that was right um because i think it's important before we you know before we start moving forward but this team went seven and ten this past year with one of the may even have been the most difficult schedule in the nfl one of the most difficult schedules without a doubt yep and 
So thinking back to the beginning of the year, I think Vegas had them pegged to win eight to eight and a half games. So that was Vegas. And they lost Ryan Fitzpatrick in the first, what, second quarter of the first game. Yep. Played with Taylor Heineke. We'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk to Taylor Heineke as a backup. Who was, let's, let's face it, he was, you know, taking computer science or whatever, veterinary science. I don't know what he was taking. Some, something at ODU a year, you know, six months before. And they ended up winning seven games, which could have easily been eight if Heineke hadn't gotten COVID in that Eagles game. Yes. So they could have, they could have, with a backup quarterback and the one of the toughest schedules in the NFL, they won seven games. Easily could have been eight. And hell, COVID, COVID ripped them the, the second Cowboys game too, I think it was. Yep. I don't know if they were winning that either way, but, you know, look, Maybe they were a seven-win team, but it, it could have fallen between seven and nine. Oh, absolutely. For a team with a back again, a backup quarterback in the hardest schedule in the NFL. If you if you read social media, you listen to fans, this year was freaking terrible. When you put it in that context, it was actually pretty encouraging. I mean, if you Yep. You know, what happens if Fitzpatrick starts? Maybe you win another game. Maybe you win another two games. What happens if if Heineke doesn't get COVID? Maybe you win another game. Maybe you win another two games. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, well, and then you add you add the injuries on top of other injuries on top yeah, of that. Yeah. You, know, yeah, it, you know, I thought about that too. And it, a lot. I of mean, every are, team deals with that. A but a lot of teams are, are injured. I just, you know, I just can't get over the fact that. The, Coming into the season, Vegas had them at eight and a half, and Vegas had them at eight and a half because their schedule was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. A, you give them the Eagles' schedule. Yeah. And they win two more games, maybe three. Oh, easily, easily, easily. In the playoffs instead of the Eagles. Uh, what you know, where I'm trying to get at with this is, is twofold. One, they weren't as bad this year as we, as fans, like to make it out to be. No, they were not. You know, they beat the Buccaneers. Uh, you know, the rest of their wins were iffy. Fluke loss against, uh, gosh, I lost against the Saints was just ridiculous. Um, that's, yeah. that's probably my most painful loss of the year. But it wasn't as bad as we as fans like to make it out to be. Um, you're just looking, and I don't want to go too in depth into last year because, you know, we'll have time to do that. But the offensive line was really good. Yes, they were. They were. They ended up ranked sixth in the NFL by PFF. Yep. And people hate on them, and and you know because well Heineke was under pressure a lot. In my opinion, Heineke was under pressure a lot because he holds the ball too damn long. Yes. Again, that's another conversation. Anyway, so you know they've got it. They've got an offensive line, <clears throat> and even the backups look good. They've got a deep offensive line. Um, of course, every you know McLaurin, um, Logan Thomas was was hurt for a lot of the year. Um, Heard of Samuel. Samuel. Let me tell you, every time, every time in this playoffs that I watched Debo Samuel, I thought yep. that could be Curtis Samuel if he could be healthy. And yep, maybe, and maybe next year's year. Who knows? Um, the run game is good. I mean, Gibson and and uh, you know Patterson, I mean, it's good. Yeah. Um, Logan Thomas is a beast, and John yes, he is. is looking like he could be something. Offense. The defense 
obviously they struggle there. I want to dedicate a whole show to the defense. I really. Oh yeah, there's a lot of layers with that. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, I go back to just the just the season opener against the Chargers. You know, they had multiple chances to pull that game out, but I think those early games, even before Chase Young got hurt. I think they were trying too hard to live live up to the expectations. Oh, yeah. I think I think they read and listened to everything, and instead of playing their scheme, they were pressing too hard. But again, we got plenty of time to, you know, William Jackson's another one. I know we're going to have plenty of time to talk about him. Um, but I really think he started turning it around there before he got hurt. So there are reasons, like you said, there are reasons to be optimistic going forward. <clears throat> so there are fans out there that think if Taylor Heineke didn't come into the season and play, the team would have won four games. And then there are fans that think, you know, if the offense would have the offensive coordinator would have called the right plays with Taylor Heineke. The team would have won 10 games. There's, there's the anti-Taylor Heineke and then there's the uh, pro-Taylor Heineke and there's no middle ground, right? Yeah. Because it's quarterback and it's the NFL. It's 2022. It's all about the quarterback. Absolutely. So, so I want to spend a little time talking about quarterback, especially since uh, at the time of uh, that, that our, our new fan base has listened to this. The uh, senior bowl had been a couple days beforehand. Um, and there were a lot of quarterbacks on display. So I want to spend some time talking a little bit about quarterbacks, specifically to start off with anyway, um, the uh, the college quarterbacks. So, well, you know what? I want to hear what you think about Heineke. I'm glad we had him. Uh, I'm glad we had him because I think the year could have been a lot worse if it had been Kyle Allen all year. Um, you want, no, you do know, you, he, do you want him under center in September of next year when the season starts? It, it depends on the route they go. Let's just put it that way. If, you know, I'm sure you've read that we're going to take a big swing at somebody. Russell Wilson, Aaron Russell. Rogers, and right. Doug Which, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, if they do, you're giving up a lot of draft capital, but at the same time with the cap space and the way the roster is built, if you're going to pull that trigger, this may be the year to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they decide to wait and they just say, all right, we're going to take a guy, we like this guy, this guy, or this guy, and we're taking one of them at 11, you know, if they don't want to throw him out there right away, I'm okay with Haneke being a placeholder. Yep. Yeah, you know what, Doug? I don't disagree with you. So I do not think that Taylor Haneke is a franchise quarterback. I just no. You know, there's just there's just too many flaws in this game. Um, the uh, you know, the holding the ball. And he holds that ball forever. You know, and his, his, his arm strength is not. His arm strength doesn't allow him to make up for it. But I compare. Okay. 
this is going to sound odd. I'm not, I, I'm not comparing him to Jimmy Garoppolo because they're two completely different style quarterbacks, but I'm comparing his situation to Jimmy Garoppolo's situation. So the 49ers have built a just ridiculous defense and an amazing run game with yep. guys like Debo Samuel who can do a lot. Yes. Uh, you know, they can do a lot of different things. You take Taylor Heineke, you drop him into the 49ers team right now, and I think the 49ers do just what they did this year, if not better, because yeah. his, oh, yeah. his, his legs can get it done. So if you plan to, like you said, you know, draft a quarterback that's not quite ready, just you've got to build the team up. Uh, you know, you, Curtis Samuel's got to be healthy. Logan Thomas has got to stay healthy to be that George Kittle type. And the defense has got to play a hell of a lot better than they did last year. Um, yes. Or play up to the, you know, their potential. And, you know, the team, I think it's a playoff team. I mean, Taylor yeah, Hyde, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just crazy that, that he's so like, uh, you know, the, people are just either they hate him or they love him. Taylor. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I try to look at him as what he is. He's a, He's a backup quarterback that can definitely get it done if you need him to get it done. Yes, he's so, proven he can come in in that situation. So, and, so with that being said, okay, you Russell Wilson decides he's staying in Seattle, Aaron Rodgers decides he's staying in Green Bay. Uh, Carr, it sounds like that you know they've got a new coach. They want to keep him around. They want to keep Carr around. So now we've got some free agents, and the, you know the uh, the list isn't jaw dropping I think uh, you know Mariota Tyrod Taylor Trubisky Trubisky <laughs> who it sounds like they were looking at yeah one one doubt it so let's just say you know the the brain trust Martin Mayhew uh, Ron Rivera they look and they go we don't want to we don't want a free agent we're going to keep Taylor Heineke and we're going to draft a quarterback all right so there's like six or seven quarterbacks in this draft that look like their first second round um, uh, most of them played in the senior bowl yesterday. I know you said you watched it. Yeah, I did. Give me your, give me your takeaways. Well, you know, pick it, pick it. I think, you know, he was very efficient. I think he's, his, you know, that's the senior bowl boom is what it is. His time in the game, he was six of six. Good. Um, yeah, he did. He was very efficient. Um, he's probably the most, I'm going to say, ready to step in and play. Um, I think the one with the most upside is Malik Willis. Um, he didn't throw the ball. He only had 11 yards yesterday, so you, he, they really didn't put his arm on display um but he's got from everything you read everything i have seen you know he's got the arm he's definitely got the mobility he's got all those traits you look for um desmond ritter and sam howe i kind of put them right there kind of about in the same category they're not the runner willis is but they can get the job done with their feet Strong arms. They both seem intelligent, make good decisions with the football. Um, the other two that were in the game that I've heard a little bit of whispers about, 
know, I, I kind of think they uh, their stock took a hit yesterday talking about uh, Zappy and uh, Carson Strong. I was going to ask you about Zappy, what you thought. Uh, he yeah. threw some balls. He looked terrible. Yeah, his arm did not look did not look good at all. And Carson Strong, I mean, he does have a good arm. I just he's had some knee knee history and he's he just is not that mobile. I think Scott Turner's system works best with somebody that can move around. I'm not saying he has to be able to take off and run, but somebody who can move around. Yep. Um, and then to throw out another name who wasn't there yesterday, but watch having watched him this past year at Ole Miss, I. I got to throw Matt Corral in there too. I, I think he would fit well. Yeah. So yeah. So you know what? I'm going to talk about Matt Corral first because he was not in the game yesterday. I was reading uh, Mel Kuyper's uh, uh, thoughts on him, and uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but watching the game yesterday, they had the uh, like the mock draft ticker going across the box. Yes. And there were two. Uh, I can't remember uh, the I can't remember the, the, the names of the guys. Oh yeah, uh, Daniel Jeremiah is one. Yep, and, that's, yep, that's it. Uh, what was the Bucky, other guy? Bucky, Bucky, Bucky Brooks. Yeah. Bucky Brooks. Both of them had Washington taking Corral. Yes. Mel yep. Kuyper. Mel Kuyper, uh just came out with a you know you know he does this thing or whatever. He compared Matt Corral to Joe Theismann, which I thought was interesting too. It's, it's almost lining, like the stars are aligning here. Maybe, maybe it's Matt Corral. I, I like him. I do like him. But, you know, looking at, at, at the game yesterday, so I, I was right there with Zappy. I was just like, oh, what is going on here? And, you know, I kind of thought the same thing about Hal from North Carolina. I just, I didn't think he looked good. I didn't think he had, like, pocket presence. There were a couple times when the pocket well, was yes, he, on him, and he didn't even notice it. He put the ball on the ground a couple times. Yes, he did. Yeah, I didn't think he looked real good. Obviously, Pickett looked great. Pickett's going to be the first quarterback off the board, and I think he's probably going to go to Denver. Yeah. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers, if yep. they do. Um, I haven't seen any mock drafts that have Carolina drafted a quarterback, but it's hard for me to think that they won't be at least concerned. I thought the same thing. Uh, you know, how can you go into a season with yep. Cam Newton and Sam Darnold? Uh, yep. I mean, unless you're looking to get fired, which Matt Rule maybe he is. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> or they could be going the Ron Rivera route. Let's build a team and then drop the quarterback in and wait. Yeah. That's another thing to consider. A lot of teams may be just saying, look, we're going to roll with what we've got this year. We're going to take a stab next year because this class is not is. perceived to be very good. Right. I, so so let's just say Pickett goes before 11. And I, and I think he probably will. That leaves, really, Corral and Willis. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I do like I like Corral. He does a lot well. But I got to tell you, I've been recently. I have been intrigued by Willis. I just I just have, and I know he didn't get to throw much yesterday, but damn, he can run. And he yeah. really reminds me of a little, you know Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you know, that's kind of, a, and and Lamar Jackson. You know, he had a he had a down year and and. You know, people are, are wondering, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, what's going on? This man was an MVP two years ago. I mean, it's not, he's no scrub. Lamar Jackson right, is exactly. down year. Yeah. Lamar Jackson has never had a receiver to the caliber of Terry. 
He's never had no. running backs or weapons like a Curtis Samuel and an Antonio Gibson. Imagine Lamar, imagine taking Lamar Jackson and dropping him into into the commanders uh lineup. Yeah. That's scary. Yes, it is. So it could be the same oh, thing. Oh, absolutely. I agree. That's an upside wise. I mean, he's, he's it. And, and, and I think it's going to come down to one of those two. Yep. Um, I got to say, I, I, I saw more of Corral being, he was in the SEC. Obviously he was on, you know, TV more. Mm-hmm. And I tell you one thing that did stick to me out to me with him was, you know, it was bowl season. And, you know, Pickett had opted out and some of these other guys have opted out. And he said, no, hell no, I'm playing. I'm playing. But luckily, his he got hurt. Luckily, it wasn't serious. It was a sprain, I think, is what it ended up being. But, you know, he's got a t- good team attitude. And he plays kind of, I mean, and I'll just say this for Heineke, too. They got that kind of little bit of bulldog mentality, yeah. you know. And I, and, and I like that. Well, that's what Kuiper said. Kuiper said he's he's gritty. He's he's a gamer like Joe Theismann was. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing that worries me about Willis and and you know, full disclosure, I haven't watched any of these guys like in depth, um, which I plan to do because because I think if if we don't end up uh, signing a free agent or. Uh, or making a trade when we get close to draft time. I think we really need to do some in-depth breaking down of these quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and you know, you were a quarterback. And you know what <laughs> you're looking for. You know what you're looking for. Anyway. None of them are left-handed, though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, Steve Young does a great job yep. breaking down quarterbacks. <laughs> um, the one thing, uh, you know, about Willis that, that I've – seen or I've, I've read or both is that it you know he, he plays in a real simple offense yeah S- scott turner's offense is not simple no By it's all not counts it's very complicated and um and he just he doesn't read defenses very well very well That's... he makes poor reads and that you know what that reminds me of so much is rg3 yeah Yes. I had, yep. The same I had thing. The same thought. I, I remember RG three coming out and then going, you know, them saying like, they didn't even call, they didn't even call plays. They just said run and I'll yeah. the ball, um, which is great at Baylor, you know. Right. Exactly. It's great at Liberty, but it's not great in the NFL, um, which which kind of brings me back to Corral. Now, with that being said, um, you know, I wouldn't be completely pissed off if they passed on a quarterback in the first round and said, you know what, we're going to wait to the second if if they could get Desmond Ritter because I really like Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Um, there's just, you know, he, he looked good. I thought he looked good yesterday and there's just something about him that I like um, that I think might play well in the NFL. He wins. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, it's, it's not always it's not always flashy, but yeah. you know, he wins. Yep. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the quarterbacks just a little bit because this kid yesterday, this one kid that I watched, eleven is too early to draft him, but maybe you trade back and uh, you know grab another pick. Uh, this kid Penning from New Hampshire, the the uh, the tackle, Northern Iowa. Is that where it is? Yeah. This guy is nasty. Yes, he is. He 
nasty. And everything I see, like the mock drafts I see, he's going like 28, 29, 30, 31. And I'm just like, can you imagine taking this road grader? Because that's what he is. He's nasty. Yeah. And dropping him on the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we're, you know, we're well, and there, a little bit. go ahead. And there's some merit to that, you know, because, and again, we'll, we'll, we'll have time to touch on all this, but, you know, they have made a decision to make on Sheriff. Are we resigning it? Yeah. So there, there is some merit to that. Do you, yep. do you, do you trade back? Say, you know, say, say they fell in love with whether it was Willis or Corral or whoever. And let's just say Carolina takes one. Denver, let's just say the guy you want's not there. Uh, you know, I have no tro- trouble trading back yeah. and waiting. Trade back to, uh, you know, to, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, uh, trade back. Tampa Bay's going to be a quarterback. So you trade mm-hmm. back with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay moves up. They, You know, they love Corral. They right. Take, they take Corral, and you end up with a – with their with their first round pick and you can take you know a guy like this and then you know they throw in a third rounder or whatever second or third round and then you're going to get another third rounder for um for uh for sheriff i believe um get a third or fourth rounder for him something yeah Yeah. so i mean yeah a lot of options you know that that's another thing that that needs to be discussed when you're talking about drafting these quarterbacks because I did say, you know, I'd be okay if they dropped to second round. I, I think it was two years ago this this uh, came into play. But you know, typically you you would you know in, in the draft uh, you you've got your guys for four years and then they move on like Terry Lauren, like this is Terry. Well, recently, I think the last couple of years, it's changed so that guys you draft in the first round you now get for five years yes you have the fifth year option that's yep. a big deal yes it that's is a big deal you so let's just say you draft willis this year and he turns out to be a superstar you've got him for five years unquestioned cheap yes relatively whereas if you yep. wait for the second round and grab you know a ritter um, if he's a superstar you got him for four years cheap if he busts, then you know whatever. But that same with Willis. If he busts, it, you know, end up doing whatever with him anyway. But exactly, you know that's that's huge too. That that fits yes, the option is. in the first round, which would, unless you've got like a Chase Young, you know, a, a, a definite like, boom, this is the guy we want. That's another reason to take a quarterback in the first round. Now. So, so, well. Doug, I don't know how long, how long we've been going. We should probably start to wrap it up. Uh, we've been about an, hour, about an hour or so. Yeah, that's about right. That's about where we want to land. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll come back next week. I'm sure Dan Snyder will do something stupid and we'll have shit to talk about then. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> but uh, so, so next week, I do want to get into the potential free agents, a little deeper into the potential free agents, the trade, the trade options. Um, and uh, at quarterback, of course, all at quarterback. And then, you know, as we go through, just follow with us. We'll we'll talk about different free agents, uh, reciting our own guys. You know, who are we keeping? Um, got a lot to talk about. So just you know, hang in yes, there. Yes, we do. Co- Commanders fans, and um, you know, we think we'll think you'll enjoy it. Maybe 
you know, once we get established, we can even we can even have guests, you know, start bringing people in. So, so well, sounds Doug, good. Well, Doug, let's sign off. Let's give the old commander salute, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. Yep. See you next week. Oh, hold on. Don't leave. I'm just gonna stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>